Hi. Um, you know, this is the, the, the first podcast I've done in a while, and I used to record on my phone, and I found, you know, a microphone, and I actually found, you know, the this, this stuff that you're supposed to use, really, um, because I have all of the, the necessary stuff that you're supposed to use when it comes to um, recording a podcast, recording a song. I kind of have, I mean, I guess you could say a room, you know, I, I can record music and sounds in this room and it would work. It would. And, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I have no agenda. Hey, you can still hear all that. I have no agenda for this podcast, really. Um, I kind of just want to talk, you know. Um, so I'll I'll just go through what I'm looking at. Um, looking at my room. On my room is like I don't know. It looks as if you gave. I don't know, some badass teenager, the room that he would want, this is it, some badass stoner teenager, and guess what, I love it, um, I got, I mean, I'm looking right at Tupac with the beer bongs of Bentley's logo right next to him, Post Malone, um, the, with, uh, American Teen, Biggie, straight out of Compton, Continuum, and then on my wall I have the four signs um, that were hidden in Led Zeppelin IV. Um, Robert Plant. Um, I can't remember the other names right now. Um, John Bonham, obviously. This is Led Zeppelin. By the way. Uh, John Bonham, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> John Bonham, Robert Plant guitarist who I can't remember and the other guy <laughs> um, I have Eric Church he's up there um, Snoop Dogg, Lil Dicky another Post Malone Uzi, Kyle of course 21, don't listen to 21 really um, don't listen to uh, Uzi either uh, definitely I listen to I listen to Dave Bird I love Dave Bird you know, I got my shelves, my, my record collection over here. I'm looking at that right now. You know, I can see that. Got, you know, some drums. You know, I've been recording music um, earlier today. Uh, picked up my friend Sophia. She plays bass. And, um, you know, like, I don't know. She just, she, she can provide a, a bass line, whereas... I don't really know where to start with that. I don't. She at least has a start. I came up with a good chord progression. Um, obviously, I laid down some beats. Because um, I can do that. So I laid down some beats. Played with the chord progression. Uh, played a chord progression. Then she would lay her bass line over that. Um, and then, boom. We had a song. And I mean, right? We're we're going for Pink Floyd esque, um, cause I think we both really fucking love Pink Floyd. Um, 
I, I'll tell you, I absolutely love Pink Floyd. Um, favorite band right now. I mean, so far, favorite band of all time in my life right now. I really, I love Pink Floyd. Um, you know, Roger Waters, he's, he's done some amazing writing. Um, most of his amazing writing really shows and shines um, the, the, basically the top selling albums, the top four selling albums of Pink Floyd, obviously starting with The Dark Side of the Moon in 73, then Wish You Were Here in 75, then Animals in 77, and ending with The Wall in uh, 79. Then Roger Waters um, kind of was like, I want to leave the band. The band name is my name. Uh, I'm Pink Floyd. You're not Pink Floyd. I am. And um, tried to sue, try to get lawsuits, try to get legal ownership of the name so the band could no longer um, release more music. But David Gilmore powered on. And um, that's another reason why I love The Division Bell. The Division Bell was mostly written by David Gilmore and um, Richard Wright. And, I mean, even David Gilmore on, on his solo albums is amazing. But, like, um, The Division Bell, um, that album is it's real good. It's got, I mean, it's truly, it's truly David Gilmore. I mean, you hear... Um, coming back to life and I mean I'm currently learning that song right now um, on the guitar and I I love that song I mean it's it's so fun to play um, another song I want to listen to is hold on let me get the name of it it is the second to last track I know that for sure second to last track coming back to life let me pull it up the division bell lost for words that's got some amazing guitar track I remember first time I listened to this I was like holy shit this is just like wish you were here like this is this has got that that Gilmore acoustic guitar I don't know. I'm not not singing it right. I'm not portraying that that voicing that that Gilmore really gives um, to that track. I mean, he just does it so well. Um. Yeah, I really, I, 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 and you know, I, I have so much. I'm an, I'm a guitarist. You know, I, I say I'm a guitarist, but I'm also a musician. You know, I, I know chords. I. I've, you know, basically taught myself music theory, enough theory to write music, um, to solo, to have fun, um, with music. And I mean, as a guitarist, I really appreciate, um, David Gilmore. I, I really highly appreciate David Gilmore. Um, he's just, he's freaking awesome. He, I don't... I don't know how to even even describe it. Uh, you just listen to David, you know. You listen to Gilmore, man, and you're just like, oh, that's that's David Gilmore. I mean, especially like during those albums. I mean, during those the 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 top four albums that I listed that were going on um, throughout the '70s, The Dark Side, Wish You Were Here, 
Animals and the Wall. I mean, throughout those albums, I mean, you, you can you can hear the band. You can't hear the band had their problems, but I mean, obviously there there were things. You know, after the after Sid Barrett had left, um, they had to fill that gap. And I mean, when when the dark side really, I don't even know. Just I don't know. Just the band members they played so fucking well together. They they really did. Um, they just I don't I don't even know. I could talk about Pink Floyd for quite a while just because I like Pink Floyd. Um, they're they're amazing. Like they really make music that that speaks to me. And I mean Gilmore's playing it's it's played with true emotion. Like any good guitarist plays with emotion. And I mean guitar or i mean gilmore especially um you know 80s and 90s he was he was like the front man for the band you know it was sid barrett and then it was waters and then it was gilmore you know and waters i mean he had he was really he was an amazing writer like there's there's nothing wrong about that statement right there uh was he an asshole absolutely but he was also an absolutely amazing writer um this this guy talking about you know pigs talking about dogs you know just for the average listener you might not get it he's talking about dogs but he's talking about you know the people that sit in their suits in high rises and bet on the game and you know play with their money i don't i don't exactly know the right definition but I know exactly what he means. I do. I get it, but I can't put the definition. I can't put my own definition on it. I've heard other people say it, um, but I can't put my own definition on it. And I mean, with the wall, the hammers, um, I mean, the wall is, is amazing. You know, you don't want to be another brick in the wall. You don't want to be that. That's, that's everything I stand for. I don't want to be another brick in the wall. I don't want to be a brick in the wall at all. I want to be my own brick. Not in my own wall. Just one solid ass brick. <laughs> um, but obviously, if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, go listen to the wall, go watch the movie, listen to animals, spin that record. Um, I could talk I'd talk about music, you know. Why not? Why not just talk about music? Uh, that's what this. That's what this episode's about. I found what my episode is about. Um, I'm gonna move my microphone over just a little bit. Okay. And hold on. On segundo. So um. Right now I'm next to my record collection right i collect records i i love records um i also love cds um i don't have any cassettes um although that would be a really cool part of history i i'm i feel like i'm a historian you know mr bucks if anybody ever had mr bucks um in history u.s history he would always say what's up historians or uh, in eco- economics, he'd always go, "What's up, economists?" Oh, man, I I uh, I have a lot of love for that teacher, 
Mr. Bucks is, I mean, he's a, he's a really good one. Um, I, I absolutely love a lot of my teachers. Uh, it does, doesn't matter right now, though. Um, let's move my TV a bit. Okay. Looking at my record collection, uh, first shelf is full of... Let me move my mic just a little bit so I can look at my record collection. So the first shelf, the bottom shelf, is full of bottom shelf shit. Um, I do have a box set of Beethoven. Um, got Nancy Sinatra, Volume 1 and Volume 2 of Best of 66. Um, some Disney records, some records that don't even fucking have, uh, like, covers or sleeves or anything. Um, and we get into Shelf, shelf uh, 2. Um, so, like, half of these records aren't fully sleeved. Um, they're things that are interesting, um, but I still definitely have not gotten around to listening to. Um, on That's on the left side. Now, on the right side... Um, there, these are all, or for the most part, sleeved. Um, I have records like 20 Giant Hits, um, just hits that were really big. I have, uh, Artistry and Bossa Nova, Stan Kenton. Um, that's some jazz right there. Uh, ooh, this record I do want to listen to. The Monkees. Okay. Uh, that is pretty awesome. Mono. Um, it comes on a, a nice little red just pulled the record out just so you know uh, this is called the name of this is more of the monkeys now I know pretty sure they were a 70s group look almost 60s um, I want to find out alright so I'm gonna go through um, my uh, just 1967 okay cool 1967, more of the monkeys on Colgams Records or Cole Gems. Um, let's see. No, I'm, I'm looking around. I'm hoping. I'm looking at the label, hoping it could be a promo copy because it's that nice red that I have another promo copy of. Um, that's a record I want to listen to. So I'm uh, with certain records that I want to listen to. What I'll do is I'll pull it out and I'll put it on a different shelf. Um, that way I can be like, all right, I, I want to listen to that. And so that goes on a different shelf. Now we're going to go a shelf up. I'm just going to list off, uh, how about two more records that are on the second shelf here. Um, Any Day Now by Joan Bays, um, Songs of Bob Dylan. And then I also have Jim Crochet, Photographs and Memories, Greatest Hits. So we go up a record or up a shelf. On the third shelf, we have um, the left side is blues. Um, currently, I'm playing a BB King record. Not right now, um, but on my turntable is a BB King record. Um, I got three BB King records. I have some Buddy Guy. Um, I have some more. Um, I don't exactly know the other artists' names. I got three BB King records, two Buddy Guy records. I, uh, I really like those. I would love to get The Skies Falling. Um, um, by, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Um, I know my dad really likes that record, and, uh, you know, my dad's an amazing guitarist, so, yeah. Um, 
Let's see. I have a, a quite large collection of 70s records. Um, you know, <laughs> let me, let me, I'm just trying to move this so I can talk into the microphone as much as possible here. Um, I have a large and, and vast enough, hold on, I see something that I might want to look at. Don't worry, you are still recording. However, to avoid the risk of losing material, we recommend you stop and save your work with recording more than 15 minutes. Okay, at this point, I am going to stop and save. Oh yeah. Okay, hello, I'm back. Um, might not have been too long for you. Definitely probably wasn't, that's how that works. Um, it was probably a couple of minutes uh, for me. Um, so, talking about this, um, in between the left side, in between the left side, where, excuse me, I have my blues, is, that's in between the left side and the right side. In the middle, I have my CD cover collection. Not all my CDs, but just, you know, some CDs. Um, Beavis and Butthead Experience, Michael Jackson Thriller, Will Smith Big Willie Style, and then Blaine. You you don't know what Blaine is. Blaine is a name is the self-titled album of my dad's band. Uh, throughout college, my dad had a band. Um, formed this band with his college friends. Um, maybe a high school friend, not sure. Um, but this is a an album that I I do want to give a listen to uh, soon, pretty soon. Yes, full album. Um, I have not done it yet, so I don't I don't have much to speak on it to be honest. Um, it's something I want to listen to. Um, I know my dad wrote every single one of the songs: drums, bass, guitar, uh, vocals, keyboard. Wrote them all. Wrote every part. Just needed men to, you know, do their shit and uh, lay that shit down. So, uh, yeah, um, you know, it is something cool that I have. I got Shaggy, Hot Shot. That's what the song. Honey, I'm an inch, you got me red and naked. We want to go next door. Picture this, we were both butt naked, banging on the bathroom door. How could I forget that I had given her an extra key? Don't want to sing too much, because who knows if... I mean, I'm not making money off this podcast. It's not, my, it's not my goal. My goal is just to get my voice heard here, you know? For people to, you know, maybe maybe to get a glimpse in that deeper part of my life that you might not know. Um... Yeah, um, so those those are some of the CDs that I have. Obviously, no one will ever know my full record and CD collection because it's too cool for you. <laughs> um, so here are some more um, more records on that right side. Um, amazing record that I really enjoy: Halfway Hotel um, by Voyager. Halfway Hotel is a '70s record. Let's let's talk about it here. Don't know too much about it, but I've listened to it enough to talk. Okay, 1979 on Electra Records. Um, that's when it came out. 
and I happen to have what you would call a promotion copy. Um, I picked this up at um, my local record store for four bucks, and this happens to be a promotion copy. Promotion copies of records um, were they were they were special. They were some of the first copies of the record. Um, sometimes not even in all in not even in like the exact order that the album ended up being in. Um, sometimes they would be in jumbled order. Sometimes they would like the cover would be different. You know, there there's certain discrepancies between um, the original and the promo. This promo, um, the only thing different, it happens to have a hype sticker right on the front of the record on the actual cover. Um, not in like not on shrink or anything like that. Um, basically, uh, it says it's a it's a hype sticker that's like it, it's whatever illuminates it glows a little bit I don't know shines glimmers whatever. Um, but it says special. That's all it says. I picked it up because I'm like ah special cool. Um, what I didn't know is that it was a promotion copy, and what promotion promotion copies meant were. Um, I'm gonna put this record back now that I, I know enough about it to talk here. Uh, what promotion copies were, or promo records, promo copies. That's what uh, the record world calls them. Um, what they were were essentially um, some of the first pressings. So they sound really clean. My record sounds fantastic. Um, just the, the quality, I mean, compared to like spinning, especially, uh, definitely spinning, uh, BB King over here compared to like an old sixties record, um, you know, different material that they use for the record. Um, just different all around. Um, and at the same time, um, whatever, you know, it, it's just different. So you hear BB King it's old, but you know, you hear that, you know, you hear him play that, that note that he loves and the BB King blues box that he plays in. Um, you know, you hear that and then you compare it to halfway hotel, the record I have, and you're like, wow, that sounds so much clearer, so much better. And I mean, uh, like when you stream your music, you're not even getting it that high quality. My dad says best way to, to listen to music is to listen to it uh, via um, CD um, because that is digital. It's completely digital, but it's not like streaming. With streaming, um, you know, you still have that your your wave file is getting compressed and your your um, your actual raw audio is getting compressed through uh, the internet, through um, the, the the uploading process of the music, through that um, streaming, whatever. You can stream in really high quality, and it probably won't even be um, its best, um, you know. But with promo records, I mean, mine sounds fantastic. I will say that. All right. Let's get on. Uh, that's one of the records that I have on the right side. I happen to have a soundtrack um, area. So I have Gone with the Wind, the original soundtrack. I have two copies of Grease, and I have The Godfather. Um, I have some more. Um, just I don't need to list everything out here. Um, I have The Who, Odds and Sods. Um, 
38 Special. I like that record. 38 Special, rocking into the night. That seems, I, I like the record. My mom would label that as butt rock. Um, just rock that was played um, all too often, um, too much, um, that you just, you know, but I never listened to it. So I never heard it. It's new to me, and I like it. I do. Um, let's move up there. Let's move up top. That means I'm going to bring my microphone up a little bit with me. All right, great. Here we go. So, moving up top, we have, obviously, here, let me let me sort these out so they're not, I don't like, to, I don't like my records to like, um, like lean on each other too much. I just like them to stand straight and be protected by themselves. Um, whatever. Um, so here's a record. I'll just pick out some records that I really like. I really enjoy Jackson Brown, Late for the Sky. Um, the guitar playing on that is phenomenal. I, I, uh, I will say I love the guitar on that album. Um, there's just something about just like after he sings late for the sky I don't know there's just there's that 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 not ear splitting but it's just it's just calm enough folk enough uh, to really make you feel good I uh yeah that album's a great one um as I was talking about Pink Floyd, I have The Dark Side, Wish You Were Here, Animals, The Wall, and The Division Bell, all on vinyl. Um, you know, I like them. Those are not all the albums that I've listened to so far. I've listened to more. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm kind of trying to gi- digest my Pink Floyd um, almost on a, like a, a weekly basis but not exactly like I'll listen to Pink Floyd when I'm in the mood to listen to Pink Floyd but like it's more like you know when you listen to a Pink Floyd album like to a Roger Waters album to a a Gilmore either you know solo or whatever um it's these are artists that you know you have to get ready and prepare to take in because Waters writing on the wall Waters writing on the dark side Waters Water's writing is it's phenomenal and so you know you have to digest it but then you also have to be 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 ready to go through an experience I mean I I remember one of the first times I listened to the dark side of the moon high off my ass and like I remember I was like getting close to touching my face. Like if you put both of your both of your hands near your face, right? I imagine like there is a glass shield in between your hands and the, and the face, right? Well, I was I felt like I, my hands were able to go in between that shield, right? And that shield was made of water, so it felt like my fingertips were getting wet or getting um, they just had a little bit of water on it. And I mean, it's it's such a weird feeling, but it felt like like as if you dip your hands into a pool, just your fingertips, kind of felt like that. Um, hard to explain. Um, that's just how I felt, and that was one of the first times listening to the Dark Side of the Moon. And I mean, 
yeah, it was high and I was experiencing that, but then I was, I mean, I was also like, I remember I was able to picture the whole entire album happen in lasers. Um, that was crazy. Like, I was just like, like, ah, I could see all these lasers going on. And like, I don't know when you hear that voice on the great gig in the sky, um, when you hear uh, I forget the singer's name, but when when you hear her voice, it's, I mean, that is a crazy part in the album. Um, I have some electronica, um, you'd call it new wave, um, 80s, so it's like uh, late 80s, early 90s, uh, new wave, um, like I have some disco, I got some... I got I got music of all sorts. I really do. I got I mean on CD I got Straight Outta Compton. That's a great album. <laughs> um, I have some Khalid in there. Uh, can't go wrong, Khalid. I mean I'm not saying that's that's all my record collection. I'm just saying that's all like that's all that's all you need to know. You know what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm, my knees are killing me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down. You know, parched down a little bit. Ah. Obviously, if you're still with me here, um, you know I can talk about music. You know, I I can talk about things. I mean, I could talk about guitar. I could talk about drums. I could talk about teaching myself music theory. And, um, you know, how about this? Uh, I'll dig deep into my mind right now. I I don't know. I I have like almost stunted myself sometimes. Like sometimes the way that I think can be a blessing and a curse, right? I say this because, well, I I sometimes stunt myself because I want to learn the way I want to learn. And I learn, I have learned that the way I learn is the best way for me to learn. Although it may not be the fastest, it's the best way. And the way I talk, and the way I'm talking about, is is teaching myself and setting my own pace. Um, not trying to get ahead of things. Not trying to be a, a better player just to be a better player. Um, I like to experiment um, as a musician and and teach myself um, the path of of music. Not by myself, or not just trying to do it by myself, but obviously when I have questions, I ask questions. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm really into, you know, listening, my, my music journey. Um, I'm into so many things, um, like, taught by myself, you know. I like, I like to do a lot of things on my own. And I mean, if, if, you know, just listening to the blues, listening to BB King, listening to my uncle, listening to my dad, you know, how the way they play and, and David Gilmore, I mean, I still definitely have not adapted his style of playing yet. I, I definitely haven't. I've picked up on little, little tiny things, um, bits and pieces, little licks from, you know, BB King and, and buddy guy. I mean, those guys are, those guys are crazy. They're good. They're fucking amazing. Stevie Ray Vaughan with his influences with BB King and obviously John Mayer. Um, these are all great guitarists. 
I I mean there's this video that I I watch every now and then um, I just watch a couple tips so it's it's like an hour of John Mayer tips and he gives like tips from like all kinds of interviews um, his Instagram live and things like that about um, playing guitar playing the blues learning guitar um, and the biggest thing that he ever said is learn by yourself you know learn don't learn the way that other people play learn how you like to play um, and kind of figure out music that way and I've learned the way I like to play but then I also want to learn how others play so I can incorporate that in my own kind of music and I wouldn't say his advice is, is a hindrance it may slow me down at some points but I think it's a very smart piece of advice um, listening to someone else and, and being able to say hey you know I'll take that advice I'll, I'll do that you know what I'm saying um, but as, as I was saying like I don't know like there's there's been so many um, things like I I just started you know switching chords with uh, like bar chords I just started that um, obviously I can play bar chords um, but it's more so it's more so like I just started laying down like a beat playing bar chords um, in a chord progression writing a chord progression is something I all did today something I had never done before but I you know my friend was over we did it today and that felt amazing you know piecing not even my ideas it's just a chord progression it's just what five five six what is it five six no one five six four one five six four yeah that's the chord progression one five six four it's pretty simple all you have to do is pick a key then put the chords you know that's all I did and then I have a chord progression like I'm not saying like oh that was so hard that's the hardest thing I've done in music no I'm just saying it was easy because I have the knowledge in my head. I've just never done it before. And it, it was fun. You know, I, I got to get those those brain wheels turning. And like, I don't know, makes me want to write more music now. <laughs> um, yeah, it totally makes me want to write more music. And you know, I, I then I also kind of want to, you know, write my own chord progressions, not just writing. Oh, what sounds good? Okay, well, a one five six four sounds good. I I don't need to play that one five six four, but I just so happen to know. Okay, well, here's a screenshot in my phone of a chord progression um, that I like literally just took, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go with this. So, I mean, the guy that was talking about it, he said it sounds good. All right does sound good i i quite like it the one five six four it's good and i don't know enough about other chord progressions and i don't have a, an ear to just be able to hear okay okay yeah i can hear that that's a one five six four in there okay you know it's not like i have that ability yet not like the the youtuber rick beto or uh samurai guitarist you know when they do those videos of like the pop charts um but still you know, and it's like tuning by ear. I can't. I can't do that. 
Um, can't. I mean, I've I I've never really tried, but I don't think I would be that close. You know, I really don't. Um, it's whatever. <laughs> um, your training is something I haven't done. Um, my timing is just something I'm getting back now. Um, you know, I'm I'm just drumming again. You know, I, I drum every day with a metronome. At least I, I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to drum every day. Um, use a metronome, drum every day. You know, I'm trying to get that done. Trying to do it. Trying to have fun. You know, I'm saying, dude. You know, I'm saying, dude. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't. I don't know if I want to end this. This is just. This is just music. This is me literally talking about anything music and like that is music is seriously a topic I could talk about forever and ever and ever and ever. Like I mean, it's it's my life. You know I. I fucking love music. <laughs> it's my favorite thing in the whole goddamn world. Um, spinning a record, you know, listening listening to Mag Miller on one of those carefree, fun kind of vibe days. You know, you're just fucking happy. Welcome to kids, you know what I'm saying? Good morning. <laughs> Blue Slide Park. Pennsylvania nights, nine thirty flights. Man, I love Mac Miller. He's is that guy can rap. That guy can rap. He can write music. He's good. I mean, he plays drums. He plays guitar. He he, he was a real musician. Um, there's no doubt about that. Little kid spitting bars. You know, ripping other people's music. Um, really, really grew to become a musician. Um. I don't want to say R.I.P. Not because he shouldn't rest in peace, but like, I don't want to be part of that cliche that just says R.I.P. without you know really even respecting him as an artist. Um, that guy really was a genius, and I don't want to say. I do not want to say that like it wasn't his time because who knows? Maybe that was his time. Maybe he had done the exact same amounts. Of uh, I don't exactly know the right drug that he did um, that would cause him to overdose that night, but maybe he had done those exact same amounts. But that was God telling him, "Hey, it's your time, bro." Maybe that was the universe telling him, "It's your time, bro." Because I mean, he would rap all the time about, you know, he's hoping, you know, whoever sell me drugs don't mix it with that bullshit. I'm hoping not to join the Twenty Seven Club. Um. Obviously, he didn't want to. He want to join the twenty seven club because that's that's dying out early, right? But I mean, you, you you hear his lyrics, and I mean, the dude wanted to go out as a great one. He did, and he did. He went out as a great art artist with what five, six studio albums, um, swimming in circles. Those are both great, fantastic albums. Um, I haven't listened to swimming too much, um, uh, because currently all I can listen to is circles of, of his albums. I mean, I got super, super into good. I am, um, super into it. I mean, shit. Ascension was my fucking jam from that album. Um, I'd say blue slide park. Um, let me, 
I don't know. I don't know what my my favorite uh, track from Blue Slide Park would have to be. Still haven't listened to the Divine Feminine. Um, Blue Slide Park. I don't know. I really love Pennsylvania Nights. Under the Weather is a great song. Um, yeah, I I like that album a lot. It's another one of those carefree vibe, you know, albums. It is. It's a great album. Macadelic, great mixtape. Kids fucking love this album i mean come on the spins that's a great album knock knock one two three four crazy ass kids coming knocking on your door so let him in let him in <laughs> i love uh circles uh i mean that album is literally that album is a fucking it's, it's amazing and i mean especially like like musically talented um that album is amazing um Let's let's play this last note from once a day. Um, because you can see how, how genius of an artist that he was. So it's an augmented seventh chord. And I, I believe it's an A augmented seventh. Um, that's the last the final chord of the song. There's the song end. So it ends without a resolution, right? And then the way you resolve that, right there. That's how you resolve that. You resolve that with that really nice E chord, that really nice, bright and shiny E. Um, and it really it brings back life. And what is that? What is that song right there? That's the first song on the album. The last song goes to the first. It's a circle, baby, and. I, I'm not the one who found this out. Uh, I just want to say, Mac's a genius. Come on now. Mac is a fucking genius. Like, I don't know. I, I really have respect for his music. I I love I love him. He's an amazing artist. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm talking for too long. I don't know if you're still listening to this. Um... If, if you know what how about this i make a series on this podcast this podcast is going to be about music okay that's that's my goal this podcast is about music and i talk about each episode is talking about an artist's okay so i talked about pink floyd talked about mac um I have plenty, plenty, plenty of artists that I'd love to talk about. Um, so each episode will be an artist. Um, obviously, I have not listened. I have not even listened to to Gilmore's full discography. Um, <laughs> Gilmore, Max. Um, I haven't listened to his whole discography. Um, I've listened to quite a lot of his mixtapes. You know enough to be a Mac head, but you know it's okay. Uh, obviously, I haven't listened to every Pink Floyd album. That's okay. I could talk and talk and talk about fucking Tupac. It's amazing, but I haven't listened to every Tupac album. So, you know, I'm not saying take uh, what I say with a grain of salt. I'm saying um, I have so much passion for the music that I like. Um, but at the same time, 
don't you don't have to listen to everything I say. You know, go out there, listen to music, have your own opinions. Um, I I kind of I'm kind of just saying this just because like I don't want to be that end all be all. I don't want to be that that person that you're actually listening to. You know, uh, but whatever. Um, hey, peace and love. I love you. Have an amazing, fantastic, fantabulous day, night, or lunch. You know, if you're if you're eating lunch right now, you just happen to throw on my podcast, which I mean, most likely you didn't. <laughs> Let's be real, dude. Let's be real, dude. <laughs> um, I love you. Good night. And like, I gotta like walk my ass all the way over here to turn off the podcast.